say, can you see Paul Giamatti? He plays an ape named Limbo. And he is so very sexy. <laughs> this movie, this movie, um, Something changed this week for me with Paul Giamatti. Something changed in your soul. Something, your something, heart grew through three times. So no, something actually changed. So, like, this whole thing has been very funny to do. This whole thing has been a, a fun process of you and me watching Paul Giamatti movies and talking about them. And it's, and it's kind of an ironic love of Paul Giamatti. Yeah. But this week it became real. I think something, not not because he played an ape named Limbo in this movie. Mm-hmm. Orangutan. But I think it's just been, I've, I've, an orangutan, sorry. <laughs> I think I've just spent so much time watching and researching and like talking about Paul Giamatti yeah. like months. Yeah. And generally. that, and I think this week something switched in my head where I think I'm a fan. Like I'm, I was a fan, but I think now I'm like a, but now you're real. I'm a real fan of Paul mm-hmm. Giamatti. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. I'm glad like something switched. Um, he, he, in this movie, he has an action figure, a limbo action figure. Okay. It was made <laughs> Thank God. and I didn't buy it, but I had it like the eBay tab open on my computer for days this week. And I'd go and look and I'd see if there were cheaper ones. Cause I was like, but I think that's the next step. I there's was like, no way there's I- multiple listings of a limbo. Yeah. There is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're like 30 bucks. So it's like, I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I don't know. I think we have to, but I- I'm just like, am I at the, like only uh, a real fan would buy action figures of Paul. Like should, I'm, we, like, should we go Splitsville on it? Should we buy like, it for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's an investment. <laughs> yeah. But like the merchandise is the next step. You know, there's people who like buy like Coca-Cola merchandise or people who buy like uh, uh, like different things. Like they have yeah. their their things that they buy. Their Coca-Cola room. Their, yeah, I got you. And I think I'm going to be that with Paul Giamatti now. I think, I think slowly I'm descending more and more into it. And if this is when I realized it and we have like years to go before I can get off this train. Yeah. I'm going to be I a mean, Paul you know, fan. Okay, we're going to have a Limbo action figure. We're going to have yeah. a Rhino action figure. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, that's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. What, are the, there's, what are the sideways <laughs> action figure? Oh, like, I don't know. Him with drinking and just like, chugging a bottle <laughs> of wine. I don't know, but I, I really, I'm I'm with that decision. I think that we, that we need that. Because the other thing I realized this week is, like, I, I log our, the movies in Letterboxd. You can even follow me on Letterboxd. It's a movie where you, it's a movie. It's a Oh my God! He's Letterboxd's official Paul critic. It's a website where you log movies. You can follow me, yeah. Daniel Brenman. But um, I log on my Paul movies, and this week I realized. Oh, and it gives you a little percentage of how much you've watched. Of like, if you watch a Quentin Tarantino movie and you click on Quentin Tarantino, it would be like you've watched sixty percent of his movies or whatever. Right? Oh, cool. Okay. And so I, my percentage with Paul is building up. Paul has been my number one most watched actor last year and this year. So this far, year still already? so far, yeah, well, by far, I've watched like six or seven of his movies. <laughs> I know, but um, I realized that this week I was like, I will continue. To, I'm going to watch every movie he's in, whether this podcast stops or not. Oh no, I know. Like, like yeah, whether, if what? this podcast was <laughs> shut down, I think I'm, like, I'll do it slower. Like, but I'm still gonna to. watch all of it because I think that's part of me now. That's yeah. like a piece of pride. I tell people like, yeah. I'm watching every movie Paul Giamatti's been in. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so ridiculous, and I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> you it's know, like Stockholm syndrome. You know, it's so funny. What? I think I was on the other side of the coin for a long time. Okay. And this movie was what, uh, what kind of flipped it for me a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh god, I gotta watch Planet of the Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes this week. S- storytelling was for one that sakes. that shook my faith in humanity. It really did. It this one really shook me. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ! I have to watch Paul being orangutan for like. Hour and this half. one was at least like Paul was being pretty fun. Let's it was we, we don't have to get yeah, into yeah, it yet, yeah, but good. but nonetheless, I think that's funny. It's an odd inflection that you became. <laughs> went I I deep. really doubled down you on went it deep, and I was like, oh god, it became a part of my identity. I think um, it definitely is. But both of us, it yeah, is. it yeah. has to be. This man is a part of our lives now, he a part is. of our souls. And the exciting thing about Paul in this movie that I realized, well, this movie was really fun to get into because like this movie has like there's behind the scenes interviews with this there's like mm. video footage of him at the premiere there's like uh there's Juicy. like a montage of him getting his makeup done like there's all this and and he had limbo his, the character he plays yeah has a wikipedia page for him for his character <laughs> and okay. for paul giamatti like on the planet of the apes wikipedia or whatever yeah has his own character page and paul giamatti as limbo page about paul giamatti as the character wow like you know like we're getting into real movies that yeah. have budgets and fandoms and whatever yeah and it really it made me excited because I was like, Paul's getting a fucking action figure. Like this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, like is this cool. is amazing. It's great. 
Now we need the wax figure. Now we need yeah. Now we just need get Paul that wax thing at Madame Tussauds, huh? What is it? Paul wax wax Paul now? I don't. Uh, I don't wax Paul now. Wax Paul now. Get Paul wax. Get him wax. <laughs> bear. I want to bear. Our, that's our new initiative on the podcast. Get Paul wax. Before it was there, get, get the picture of Paul naked in a ball pit, and now it's. Yeah. That they're gonna because there's these people championing. Have we talked about it on the podcast before? Uh, I think early, early on. I think right. we should refresh everybody. Refresh everybody. There's pe- these people ch- in New York that are championing that they want a Paul, a wax figure of Paul in Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Yeah. But we are now championing get Paul waxed. Get Paul waxed. Yeah. Not because here's the thing: get the wax figure. If Paul gets waxed, it's probably easier to make a, a mold. Yeah. He'd probably have to get waxed anyway. So getting that ready is probably Mad- Madame. If I can call her Madame. Do you imagine that Paul just gets dipped the hang from a harness? <laughs> yeah. Like a little into wax. <laughs> a little claw around his head as he descends into the vat like the Joker just woo, and comes, comes back out. up. And they just pour wax into it. Yeah. That'd be hot. Honestly, not not to, I mean, I would Sorry guys, if there's quite a bit of chewing. I just had my first bubble tea experience. Yeah. Um, I'm a real fan. It's good. Yeah. Sam lives in Koreatown. Yeah. Um and he has Yet to have bubble tea, and there's bubble tea places like everywhere around here. Yeah. So now you're gonna be hooked. I am hooked. You are hooked. Oh, this winter melon, man. That's good. A little I, tapioca. I, I, to, I get Hello. my fruit tea because I'm a lactose intolerant boy. Oh yeah, I got milk and. Though I mean, mm. most of them, most of them have alternatives. Anyway, that's like getting into the weeds. Do you want to get into the podcast? I'd love to. Here we go. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I love him. Love the guy. Love the guy. Get him waxed. Get him waxed. Hashtag get, get Paul waxed. Welcome back to Jamadi Jamadi Jamadi, your one-stop, fully academic encyclopedic source for all things Paul Giamatti. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your host, Dan. And this week, we got some Paul news, don't we, Dan? Um, Do we? Not really. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, we do have a li- I mean, the news is that Billy in season four has premiered and is showing now week by week on Showtime. The same news that we've the had. The same news. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's happening. Good. Obviously, he did his play. And oh. yeah, so no new news. Yeah, he did but his I bad find, play. I can't. Yeah, I can't find any anything specific to his performance in that play. Okay, it's if a you real don't shame, we can go. If you don't remember, a couple weeks ago, it was announced that Paul was doing this play that rotates out one of the actors, and uh, it got very, very bad reviews. And Paul was just guesting one night, and his his show was sold out. And uh, mm. we asked the world to get us tickets, and the world and no, did not nobody listen. did. No, surprisingly. Um, but there's been no review of him in particular in no. that show. Just that the show was not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's Paul Watch. <laughs> okay. Dan got really into this movie, guys. I love this. I, I sorry. <laughs> I love Tim Burton's movie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't love this movie, but I really enjoyed like the lore around this movie. I really like the. You original- like that finally we have a big budget movie. I like that we have a big budget movie. I like that there was a lot to sink your teeth into. With I mean, this that's movie. not true. We've had other big budget movies, but this is like a feels it's like a franchise movie. Yeah, 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 and I also really do love. I love the new Planet of the Planet of the Ace movies, and I I'm a huge fan of the original from like 1968 or whatever yeah. of um, Charles the first and Hustons. one. I haven't. Have you seen any of the other sequels? No, I haven't seen any. Like, like I haven't seen like no, no, no. I haven't seen like beyond the Planet of the Apes and like whatever yeah. those are. Yeah, Un- underneath the Planet of the Apes. What could happen? Whoa! I hope there's dinosaurs. There's more apes. I love it when movies reveal that underneath our Earth is dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, literally love it. Class. Actually, cannot get you enough it. of it. I love it. Ice Age. What is it? Three, four. Yes, I love that. I love the idea. <laughs> you got that, you, the light in your eyes. Wow. I love the idea that beneath our surface are dinosaurs. There's a whole. I like the idea that there's like a little Earth, and then there's our Earth, <laughs> just right on top of it. There's just this little guy in there, this little baby Earth. It's like a pistachio. It's like a pistachio nut. There's a little nut, and then or like a pregnant woman, or a pregnant woman. There's a little mother baby. Earth. Oh wow, that's her baby, little dinosaur baby, little dinosaur room, and then we are there's the Lady Gaga in there. Pregnant woman. Oh, you didn't get it. What? Oh, Did Lady you think Gaga. People are dinosaur hot. Oh, I mean, I do. That's why I'm really into that idea because <laughs> if there's a whole dinosaurs. if there's a whole world of dinosaurs underneath me, I'd be so you don't I'd need be, you don't need women so anymore. horny all the time. No, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, did bubble tea break. Um, there's an episode of Tarzan. Disney in like the '90s, late '90s, made all these, or maybe early 2000s, made all these animated shows based on their properties mm-hmm. that were like really not like they were all they right. were good. They were good. I liked them as a kid. Lilo and Stitch, Tarzan, we've been through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tarzan, we talked about this before. There was a hot yeah. cheetah woman in Tarzan who yeah. I really liked. Oh, Bubby. Loved it a lot. 
And um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bubby, <laughs> mm, Bubby. And then also uh, a couple of the episodes took place in the jungle. There's this hole that if you fall into, then it goes underneath the, and then it goes into like that world of dinosaurs. Wow. Where'd that start? Journey to the center of the earth. Journey to the center. That's is that where, where it that started? started? For sure. For sure. Or maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a literary historian or anything. Yeah. Either way, I really like it and I hope it's true. Hopefully. Anyways. Dan. Sorry. This week we watched um, Tim Burton's. Planet of the Apes. Because every week, maybe we glanced over this. Every week, we're watching a new movie from Paul Giamatti's canon. Yes, Paul Giamatti. Starting from the first movie, the first movie he's ever been in. Present. We're going, working our way up to the future. Yeah. Um. So yeah, every week we watch a new movie. Usually they're pretty bad, but we're starting to get into like Paul Giamatti's become a real actor. With this movie, I mean, everybody always says that Private Parts, the Howard Stern movie, is his like his big coming out role. But then he, he fell off the kind of he fell off for a couple of years. Actually. Yeah, but it feels like right now he's in his stride. Yeah, um, he is. We know. Well, he. <laughs> we, we, I guess uh, we don't need. We to, have looked yeah. at the movies, and it's looking like he's doing a lot better. <laughs> he did become a pretty big actor because we're doing a podcast devoted to him. <laughs> um, but I I didn't really like this movie, but I enjoyed what this movie had to offer, which was like a lot of content for me to like dive into. Yeah, and it was fun. Like I liked learning so much about this movie and this world and like the production and Paul. I'm excited to have you dispense this information upon me and the world. I would say I'm kind of an expert now. I spent many hours this week not going to class. I don't think I went to class at all this week. And instead, looking <laughs> at Paul Giamatti. I'm proud of you, Dan. This mm-hmm. is really a beautiful turn. They can't flunk me. I'm about to graduate in like two weeks. Yeah, fuck them. If they do flunk me, whoopsies. <laughs> Send it to Paul. Whoopsie doopsies. This is because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done. This podcast becomes so mean. My future. Um... So basically, Planet of the Apes, if you don't know, is based on a book, which was turned into a movie in the 60s, yeah. which is kind of a classic movie. And then eventually, this movie was in the works for a very long time. James Cameron was supposed to direct it for a while. He was developing it. But then he made Titanic, and Titanic was a huge success. So then he kind of backed off of this one, mm-hmm. went into his uh, weird re- pseudo-retirement developing Avatar thing. Yeah. Um, many people, many people were supposed to direct this. Finally, Tim Burton comes in. And um, directs he it. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking and way. And he directs it. <laughs> no. um, wow. Well, if you don't know, the Keep conceit. This ball rolling, baby. <laughs> the conceit of Planet of the Apes, if I can be a little expert here, <laughs> is that apes have taken over the planets and the humans are the slaves. But they don't think that it's Earth. Then we find out at the end, Earth. Well, no. At the end of That's this, the first one. Sorry, the first That's one. The first one. In this one, it's a different planet. It's a whole different twist in this movie. It. Yeah, because yeah, in the first, in the original movie, at the end, you see like the Statue of Liberty in the sand, and you're like, oh shit, he went into the future. He's not on another planet. Oh my god. No. And in this one, they do an ending that just doesn't make sense, and we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> Abraham just, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. No idea. Um. So anyway, this was directed by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a budget of a hundred million dollars. This is Paul's. Big I think. I think this is Paul's biggest budget movie so yeah. far. Yeah. And uh, it made a worldwide gross of three hundred sixty million dollars. So yeah. it, was, it was kind of a hit. It was definitely a hit. And yeah. um, I don't know really. I don't really know why they made a was sequel. Badass. Yeah. Of course it was a hit. Do you and hear those like monkey noises coming back? Yeah. You know, like obviously it's going to be a big deal. Man, those monkey noises though, huh? Tim Burton's coming off of Batman. Oh, oh, right, of course. Because in the trailer, it I was mean, ba- he just did bat- what Batman Forever. Yeah, whatever is whatever his yeah. last Batman movie was. So like big hits, Batman and you know, Robin, Batman and Robin. You know the classic. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, this movie's pretty fucking dope. And this is back when Tim Burton was still directing movies. He wasn't just producing them. Like well, also now. this it's really fitting because this week that this comes out, Dumbo comes out in theaters, which is the new Tim Burton movie, wow. which I thought was really really sweet because we're doing a Tim Burton movie. We didn't uh, time this at all. Not at all. We don't even plan that much, but <laughs> it just worked but out worked that out. Tim Burton's Dumbo. Yeah, maybe this is, how, this is the podcast we're gonna break big. Break big. Everybody's gonna be walking out of the theaters on Dumbo and needing more Tim Burton Whoa, content. Need <laughs> I need to go. They're gonna be itching for Planet of the Apes from 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Just need it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So tell me more. So 100 million dollars coming off of Batman. Yeah. Um, big successful I found, man. I have some surprise clips for you here today. Actually, oh, Sam. Oh my fuck. I because I did a lot of research in this movie. Okay. And so I I pulled together some different things from the movie from like ancillary things around the movie. Okay. Big words. I went on YouTube and I found this guy who does movie reviews of movies. Of Paul movies. No, no, no. Not Paul movies. Just of movies in general. And he did a Planet of the Apes review. And he is the most brazen. He is the most bold. (laughs) I'm just going to play his. I kind of just want you to play it. Okay. So I think 
I will use him to set up this movie. He talks about the director and he kind of explains Planet of the Apes. Okay. So here <laughs> we go. So I can't He'll wait. do our job for us. Okay. Do you know his name? I'm doing a movie review and the movie I want to review is the 2001 remake of Holy Planet fuck. of the Apes. Yeah. So he comes in with a lot of intensity. <laughs> Hello, I'm doing a movie review. Hello, I'm doing a podcast here. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't, I'm on board. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. He's very... He, so, I really like He's him. He's engaging. Yeah, yeah. No, he has a great voice. Yeah. I really like him. As I chunk down my bubble tea, I really like him because he goes into a lot of detail. He's a detail-oriented fellow. Good. This is him talking about uh, the director. This is what comes after that clip. Okay. The film is directed by Tim Burton, who before this directed movies like Beetlejuice, the 1989 version of Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, Ed Wood, and Sleepy Fuck, Hollow. man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just run down every goddamn thing you did. What did he PA on? I don't Would you like to know what comes after that? <laughs> Please tell me. What I... Well, uh, who do you think the film's written by? The screenplay for the movie was written by William Broyles Jr. and <laughs> Lawrence Connor and Mark Rosenthal. Fuck. Now, William Broyles Jr., <laughs> I believe before this, co-wrote the Ron Howard film Apollo 13. <laughs> and Lawrence Connor and Mark Rosenthal, I know I've worked together on a lot of projects. Before this, they wrote the 1991 made-for-TV movie sometimes they come back which was based on a stephen king story Fuck, and i believe they also moment, co-wrote yeah. star trek six uh, the- yeah this is what we're gonna become the star trek six anyway he just goes off ha- about these writers and we're i thought having it was a crazy. flash into, into the future I do think. you think he could be us do you think like planet of the apes the time has gone funky and he's actually us in the future and we're seeing him and so. we're early I on in the timeline. I think he hopped line. right into an electromagnetic storm. An electromagnetic space. storm. <laughs> <laughs> like the catch But honestly, I think this is what we'll become later on. Once we get an encyclopedic knowledge of Paul Giamatti, like yeah. this man, yeah, yeah, yeah. does of all cinema, it seems, we're going to be this guy. I think so, too. Do you remember when Michael Clark Duncan was, <laughs> in, <laughs> was, a, was a gorilla in Planet of the Apes? <laughs> He has just such a, a tart way of speaking, and I oh, really like I like it. that tart. I'm going to see if he ever does any other movies. I'm going to cross-reference the movies that we do with his YouTube channel from now on to see if there's anything else. <laughs> Please do. Any other things he can give us. Anyway, That's great. so I really liked him. Um, do you want to talk about Paul in the movie? Who was Paul? Who was Paul? Paul played a young man named Limbo. Mm-hmm. Not young. <laughs> old. Creepy. Or Not a man. Not a man. Ape. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. In total. Wrong species. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He was a gross man. That he was a, uh, a human slave trader. Yeah, yeah. And he was bad boy. He was mean they, boy. And he they really be. turned the idea on its head, right? Because like humans had slaves, but now the monkeys Apes have human slaves. slaves. It's it's uh, it's diversity. It's diversity. I don't it's, know. It's um, it's a it's an interesting lesson for humanity, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's a moral. It's a moral. The moral of the story is. Don't, don't be a don't slaver. Don't be slaves. Don't be slaves. <laughs> Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Said Kanye West. Remember when he said that? Did he say that? Yeah, he said something about how how how. Uh, Here's how, what loves Trump. Like I stopped listening. Nah, to him okay, after that. let's let's keep going. We don't need to get into the politics of, <laughs> of that. Uh, yeah. So Paul he sells humans, human beings, uh, described as a creature of wit and as a variety of one-liners in the film. He's a funny man. Very funny man. Comedic relief. Yes, he he's a comedian. Well, I don't know if there's any real relief. No, but he, he he's he, definitely a comedy man. Yeah, he's the comedy aspect of the film. Mm-hmm. It gets a little heavy, you know, with with the apes hurting humans. But Paul's there to say Technology, some funny bad, lines. Technology bad, diversity good. Exactly. Moral themes. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 big the big the biggest uh, the big uh, what's up, Doc? The biggest aspect of uh, <laughs> the biggest aspect of his character in the movie where he plays Limbo is. Um, He's a business guy, right? So he's a trader. He's a business yeah. guy. And on the Wikipedia page for his character, like the fandom Planet of the Apes Wikipedia, whatever it is, you know, um, they describe describe him as a shrewd businessman because a exhibit a he figured he would make money on volume while selling poor specimens. <laughs> oh right, yeah. And two, he ponders at the end a world of trade with humans because while happy with the old order, he would adapt to any situation he could to make money. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. A complex character. Yeah. Logical. 
I, I did like his character. I thought he was. I thought he had a fun, fun aspect to it. He, fun, he really sunk his teeth role. into it. His fake, uh, his fake Those ape look teeth. Cumbersome. Yeah, they're huge. Also, he's and half the people have a lisp in this movie because they don't have normal teeth in their mouth. Okay, let's talk. Or let's talk like before. A giant we, yeah, like these face things over their face. Yeah. Before we get into the actual movie and like what happens in it, can we talk more about like the apes themselves? Yeah, because so Paul, wild. I think, is the scariest looking ape in the movie. Creepiest. It's yeah. all prosthetic, so it's all people wearing like ape prosthetics. Yeah. Um, and as the movie went on, I started to really like the men apes, like the male apes. They look good. Because the gorillas it, looked really great. I'm a sucker for prosthetics. Like, I really do love the look of it. Even though it's cheesy, like, I do like it. Yeah. Um, and as the movie went on, I kind of adjusted to them all speaking in lisps and tr- struggling to say their lines and <laughs> no. making their eyes look like, really big so they can express something on their face, yeah. you know? Helena Bottom Carter was struggling. Oh, she did not do well. She didn't do well with it at all. Um, <laughs> No. But the other thing is, so, so I think Limbo was the scariest looking ape. Yeah, easy. he was dirty looking, and Paul did some weird faces. The general with him. made it. The general Th- Thades. Yeah, the, there's like this chimpanzee th- general. He's terrifying looking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also because he's a terrifying character. But Paul, the bad guy, gross. He's looking gross. Yeah, um, and he hammed it up too. He knew he was looking. He gross. really he dug his fake teeth into he the roll. <laughs> um, the female apes, on the other hand, looked really weird. I was very uncomfortable by them. Mm-hmm. Um. They don't look like apes. They made like like more humanoid women. They look apes. like the old. They look like the old movie. Yeah, but it still doesn't mean anything. That's still gross. They still look creepy. Cause like the male apes look like apes. Yeah. Like they look like they just have the face of monkeys. Yeah. But but the females look like who's from the Grinch who stole Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Is what is what I thought immediately when I saw them because I was like, this is they have this like weird like uh. It's snout like a rectangular thing. snout. That they put yeah. on the bottom of their face and then just give them normal women hair. Yeah. They, they're really weird. It's like, what? Yeah, they're really, really weird. Made they no did not know what to do. And originally, they weren't going to have eyebrows, which would be even creepier. <laughs> yeah. Until until they didn't have eyebrows and, and then everybody in the movie, was, um, on Tim Burton was like, you know, in the studio was like, we need to put eyebrows on we these things. We can't do this. We can't. They're way too weird. <laughs> way too weird. Thank God. I don't think I could have handled it. No. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, um. basically, Limbo throughout the movie, he... I'll, I'll break down his character journey right now. Okay. He he captures slaves. Yep. Then is captured as a slave himself. By the slaves. By the slaves. Big, Escaping slaves. Big twist of Rooney there. Whoa. And then uh, he realizes, uh, you know, maybe they're not so bad. Yeah. He comes around. He comes around. Not fully. Not fully. Because then he's, he's just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to sell drugs to kids. <laughs> Big twist ending there. That's, we'll a, that's, a, yeah, that's how, how she, where he goes. His character goes. Anyway, um, do you want to get into the movie a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, do you want to talk about the reception? Sure, sure. Let's do it. Did people love this movie, Sam? Nope. <laughs> not a lot. Not at all. That's weird. 45% on Rotten but my, Tomatoes. But my YouTube reviewers seem pretty enthusiastic. He did. He really, really <laughs> liked it a lot. Roger Ebert, uh-huh. two and a half stars out of four. Right? He does it out of four. He does it out of four. Mm-hmm. What is that, like 60%? I, yeah, I guess. Uh, he, <laughs> he praised, what did he like? <laughs> he praised I like very the much. ending, but felt the film lacked a balanced story structure. Mm, had some honest complaints with the way the movie was and written, that huh? Twist ending was fucking bullshit. The twist ending is bonkers. Can we just say it what it is before we get there? Sure, sure. I mean, we're here already. Yeah. So he gets back to he, Earth. He gets back to Earth. He goes back through the electromagnetic storm. storm. Yeah. Gets thrown back in time. Gets to Earth. It looked like it's all going to be good. He's he crashes crash on the Lincoln Memorial. The, at the Lincoln Memorial, walks up to it. There's Abraham Lincoln, but instead it's an ape. And on the in and the it's text, Thades. It's the general. Yeah, from General the, Thade. From the, Thade. Thade. Yeah, not Thades. Not Thades. Okay. You're thinking of Hades, <laughs> yeah. uh, archdemon of the underworld. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Yeah. So and he, he crashes. Gets, Mark Wahlberg gets captured by apes because then like by the, apes. The, the, like the police come wherever the fire trucks and they're all apes and he's like what yeah. It's like you made a bad decision because you just left. I mean, and everything again, looks the same. Yeah, there's nothing. It's not. It doesn't look like ape land. No, no, no. But it's just apes. It's just apes it's instead just, of humans. Yeah. What could have? What What could have caused Abraham that? Abraham Lincoln. What could have caused that? 
Nothing, nothing. Nothing. No. It doesn't make sense. Tim Burton doesn't even get it. Tim Burton has said in interviews that he doesn't know what it means. How do you make an ending and just be like, I fuck, fuck it? No, in interviews he said that that he said that he just wanted to leave it for the next, uh, give an open opportunity for another filmmaker to come in in a sequel and uh, do whatever they want. Like, it with does it. feel that way, obviously. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're gonna lead into something here. But then they don't because it never it got a never sequel. Never happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's really wild. Yeah, it got 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Very mixed. Robert Ebert seemed... <laughs> Robert Raji, Ebert. Ra- Raji Ebes seemed to like the like the ending, but I didn't. Um, and we we got to talk about Raji. He's going downhill. Do you think? I mean, he doesn't have the edge that he used to have, I don't think. He liked the ending of this movie, Dan. He's And he watched storytelling three times. You're right. You're, you're, you're making a strong he's case that he's well. not... The one, the one, the man that we used to love. No, the bastion of. You remember what his show was called? Yeah, Sister and Ebert, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. But he lost it. He's not that man anymore. Okay, poor, poor soul. Let's poor talk soul. about. Let's let's, 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 let's hey, Sam, Dan. Let's talk about this movie, huh? Okay. Okay, so basically, it begins here. It begins the opening, you know, very long title sequence. But that's <laughs> Too long. Be- but that's besides the point. Uh, Mark Wahlberg stars. Mark Wahlberg. He's an astronaut on a spaceship with a bunch of test monkeys and some other astronauts there, mm-hmm. and they run into this electromagnetic storm, as we mentioned. Okay, he takes off uh, in a spaceship because they send his monkey out to test, like to see what's out there. Yeah. And his monkey disappears. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck! I gotta go after my monkey." And uh, he 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 hops in. I think he says very much almost line for line that. What you, can't he send a, you can't send a man to do a monkey's job. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says. Never send a monkey to do a man's job. Never send a monkey to do a man's job. You know that that old adage. You know it's just uh it's exactly what he uh what he means. Uh, here this is what he says. Okay, he hops in a space pod and goes. Delta pod, your flight is not authorized. I'm going to get my chimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my, <laughs> my chimp. chimp. Ridiculous. Anyway, so he hops in a pod. He takes off, goes through that wormhole, crashes on the planet of the apes. Yeah. Danny Elfman, jungle music. Go. Play the, uh, play the opening theme. You want the opening theme? Yeah. Okay. We'll play it while we're talking about the plot. Love it. Uh, Here and here. And here is we go. Danny Elfman. Um. Anyway, so he crashes on this planet, okay? Now, what I want to say is, obviously, being an astronaut is hard, okay? Of course. It takes years of training. You have to be like a physicist and a marine biologist and a human and a, and a medical doctor Not and a movie. grass expert. All you got to do is be able to train a monkey. Okay, but he's in space on a space mission. And then as soon as his monkey flies away, and they have like 18 monkeys on this ship, yeah. okay? Yeah. Sad. They're exposable. They're and, the canaries. Yeah. And he's like, I can't. I don't know. He's like, I can't let this monkey go. And they're like, let the monkey go. And he's like, I'm just going to disregard all my orders and launch into space. He loved that monkey. That's what we didn't see. You don't yeah. know the backstory. The backstory is that he was in love with this monkey. Oh. Yeah, they had a relationship. Is that why he falls in love with a monkey later in the movie? Yeah. But not really, but kind of. <laughs> there's, really, a weird there's a weird love triangle that we'll love get triangle to. with the monkey. They're Do not li- monkeys. They're apes. Sorry. This is incredibly distracting, isn't it? Do you like the, the drums? The heavy percussion? Ah, intense jungle theme! Wow. Good work, Danny Elfman. You killed it. Yeah, Danny Elfman coming in. Not as good as the Spider-Man theme? Not as good as Forrest Gump? Did he do Forrest Gump? I think so. Now I'm really questioning everything. Now. Cool. Cool. Whoa. Anyway, so, yeah, he, he loved that monkey, I think. I guess he did. Anyway, I don't understand He's how you can... He's a caring man. I don't understand you can be an astronaut and then immediately just uh, fly off into space like that and be so headstrong. Yeah, fuck this bullshit. I'm out. But I also don't understand how Mark Walker... Mark Walker. Walk, Walkberg. I don't understand how Black Blockman <laughs> can, be a, can be an astronaut. Yeah, I don't Mark Wahlberg seems so out of place in this movie, okay? His accent is ridiculous. <laughs> I know, I know. I gotta go get my monkey. <laughs> I gotta go get my chimp. There's a scene later in the movie when he's talking to the other human slaves. Yeah. And um, oh man, what 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 does he say? It just sounds like he's in a different movie. Here, Mark is out of place. This is this is him talking to other humans in a in a space movie about. I guess what can be out of a out of place in a movie about space apes? 
Yeah, and they say they go through an electromagnetic storm. But um, I feel like Mark is out of place. How the hell did these monkeys get like this? What other way would they be? They'd be begging me for a treat right now. Which huh. are you from? He's trying to be an action yeah. hero. U.S. Air Force, I'm going back to it. <laughs> what did what, he say there? What tribe are you from? U.S. Air Force, I'm going back to it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so ridiculous. He doesn't make. I don't understand. No. Anyway, we okay. Anyway, and he never on. reasons with anybody. He's not really having a conversation with any of these people. He's just being like, "All right, we got to go now." Yeah. No. He's just running. Why? Around. Why do we follow you? We got to go. We got to defy these monkeys. But that's why I like his comeuppance. These at the met, end. these things belong in zoos. I like that he gets his comeuppance at the end because he ends on Earth and he gets captured by the apes. Yeah, because like, why are you special? Yeah. Your dick. Dink. Anyway, so Mark gets uh, caught up in a group of humans. The humans are running away from some slavers, okay? And he gets captured as a slave. And so he's taken to the ape city um, and sold to Limbo, Paul Giamatti. So we get Paul pretty early on in this movie. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear some Paul from this? our first interaction with Paul here? Please. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is Paul's first scene. Uh, here we go. What are you, are you trying to put me out of business? Oh, these are the skankiest, scaviest, scuttiest humans I've ever seen. You don't want them? I'll take the whole lot. Uh, I must be out of my mind. Out of my mind. I'll have to make it up on volume. All right. Get them out and get them clean. Chop, chop. I love that line. Get them out and get them clean. clean. Chop, chop. <laughs> Paul. Great. Chop, chop. <laughs> Great so introduction. Um, I really do like, he's a pretty wild character. He's doing a lot. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe that's Paul's blessing to any movie he's in. Like when he's a, when he's in a movie that's a little wacky like this, he really goes he all goes out. He goes for it. And it I, reminded me of the the orchestra guy. The, oh, when, um, like oh, to the level yeah. of like of committing to the role. Carlisle you know, or something, right? Car- what was it? Carlisle, I think so. Okay, I think right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just really commits to it. He does. And also, his walk is re- fucking ridiculous, though. How does he but walk? But so is a lot of people. He walks with his hands held at, at his waist, mm. like, and then he juts his hips forward. Yeah. <laughs> like, And then the general walks like that, too. The general had a really fucked up walk. So, okay, so they all went to ape school. So right. before they started, they all went to ape school, which is like, I, I always... It sounds like a B movie plot line. I hate when all, whenever they do interviews for movies and they're like, "Oh yeah, we went to like jungle school to prepare for the new George of the Jungle yeah. movie," you know. Yeah. But they all went to ape school for a while before the movie started, and ape school must have been a failure because they're not walking well. They're not walking Half well. Of them commit to the walk. And a Others lot of them don't just walk like normal men. <laughs> There's parts in the movie when they're like. I just don't get it. Like, like obviously, it doesn't seem like most of their actions, like their character actions, are like, their monkey character actions, are like really planned. Because some people are doing some monkey things, some aren't. Yeah. Like in some scenes, like General Fade played He's by committed. Tim Roth. Yeah, but like in some scenes, he'll like sniff people and be like, like, like doing monkey things. In other scenes, he won't be doing that. Right. I just don't get it. Monkey- it's just like they snap into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Paul apparently uh, was said to be the best person he he the best person in ape school (laughs) really do you want he's at the premiere of the movie he talked a little bit about being the best at ape school helena says that you were a teacher's pet and the ace of ape school i was yep that's right she flunked yeah she sucked she sucked now what made you so good in her so bad i think it's probably because i'm a lot more like a monkey than she is (laughs) She's not very much well, like you a monkey. <laughs> you heard me. Cold. I, that's a compliment. You're not much like a monkey, I said. I said, okay, I'm a lot like a monkey. Okay, see you later. Uh, so I'm a lot more like a monkey. That's basically it. Anyway, so Paul Paul apparently was the best person in ape school. Good for him. But he does have a very specific like monkey thing that he does. And he's getting very physical. Very physical. Very physical. I would say second most physical to General Thade. Because General Thade is jumping that, yeah. around and doing all this stuff, but but Paul's really like ooh, 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 he's ooh, the most ooh, ape-like. Ooh, 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 ooh. Pardon? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very cre- and creepy as all fucking hell. Very creepy. They made him look gross. He, I mean, I already said that, but I think he's the ugliest monkey. Yeah, because he's like he's supposed to be like an ugly, creepy monkey, and he looks ugly and creepy. Look, look, ew. He has like his red mane and like 
bad teeth and like yeah. there's a whole a whole number they did on him. But also, um, we got to talk about those hats. Cause hats? Did you the army hats? I didn't notice. You didn't notice the leather army hats that these people are wearing that look no, like what? teardrops? No, they're fucking awful. <laughs> I could not stop looking at them. This Ooh, there's some bubble tea action for you there, folks. Ooh. I can't get at the tapioca. But you don't actually don't know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea. Okay, go back and look because these hats are ridiculous. They're like giant upside down teardrops on their head, okay. and they're like pointed forward. That's ridiculous. I don't. I don't get it. It's so bad. Like, how could anybody come onto set and take this movie seriously? Truly, some of the sets look really nice. I was really a big fan of all the matte paintings that they did. Yeah. Like some, they I, did I, look really good. It did. I didn't think the sets were very nice themselves. The forest set was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're they right. They were some cool. They were cool. Yeah, good work, Tim. Good work, Tim. Set designer. Good work. Um, but some of it was pretty beautiful. Except I really hated w- <laughs> the scene where we're just like seeing um the slice of life of all of the uh, the <gasps> apes. Oh my so god, the politics scene. Where they're uh, all sitting down at the table. Okay, there's that. Okay, but there's also okay. That's really funny with the, like the lady, the, that one lady. So, should should we get there? Oh, I guess we're getting there now. Let's yeah. just, let's just get right into it. Okay, so basically they're sold to limbo. There's a dinner, and then and then uh, and then Helena Bonham Bonham Carter's Bonham Carter. Oh God, character comes in and she's like a her name's Ari and she's Ari. like a human rights activist, mm-hmm. um, and she believes that humans have culture and should be equal to apes. And they're just as smart. Um, and so anyway, she purchases um, Mark Wahlberg's character and another and a, and a hot jungle woman character. Bimbo. A bimbo character. Yeah. Um, to protect them and takes them to her house. Yeah. To be like live in slaves. Yeah. Because she wants to, because because Mark to talks them. to her like, and, he, and yeah, exactly. And then so, yeah, so they get there and her her dad's a senator. So the, the general's there. Mm-hmm. He's talking about how, like, you know, there's some dynamics going on. And then do, is there anything to talk about there? Well, I have a clip of them talking about politics because this scene oh, is okay. the scene, the first scene in the movie where I was like, what am I watching? Because yeah. they talk about the politics of an imaginary society that is not well thought through. <laughs> no. Because it, it's, it reminded me of the Star Wars prequels where there's all this politics and I'm like, but you didn't think all of this through. Like they're just talking about things. And anyway, you'll hear it in this, in this okay. clip. Here we go. Your ideas threaten our prosperity. The human problem cannot be solved by simply throwing money at it. The government tried that once, and all we got for it was a welfare state that nearly bankrupted us. Like what? I think the yeah, we don't know what they're talking about. Diversity as I can hear. Like they're talking about a whole history of. The other thing that I also want to talk about here. I'll just stop this clip. Is that the welfare state thing was something that I want to talk about because at the end of this movie, we revealed that it's been like how many years. Like many, many, many years, it seems. Like a thousand years? No, it wasn't a thousand years because he had crash landed. It had to have been like, it was like, it showed on his little time indicator like that it was like 500 years? or 400 years. Okay. Yeah. So if we're in the time frame of like 400, 500 years. Yeah. In this time frame, apes evolved from the human, like humans and apes switched places. Apes evolved to have a civilization. Humans became, were, savages. became savages. Okay. 400, 500 years. Also within this time, there was a bunch of ape politics that became a welfare state, so they had to counter-correct, like, course-correct their whole, um, like... Uh, Policies and poli- Like, po- political system. Yeah. I don't think the timeline of this movie makes sense. No, of course not. <laughs> they had to evolve. They made leather hats. That had to take no, a long leather time. Leather hats probably took a long time. That Those are the intricate, of time. and there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Anyway, what were you saying about the slice of life? Oh, yeah, so then they escape. So after that... Mark Wahlberg's like, we're getting the fuck out of this joint. Also, I want to let you know that during that clip, I sucked up a tapioca ball and, I, and it wasn't coming up. Dan looks And scared. then I did it so hard and it went like right down my throat. I was like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Sorry, go he ahead. Did, he did generally look Slice scared. of life, baby. Like, so yeah, the, so Mark Wahlberg escapes and then they go get they go get her family because the bimbo's like, I'll come with you, but yeah, we need yeah. to get my family. Then they escape and they're like, we can't go on the streets. There's a oh, curfew. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then they, they're, so they're running through people's houses. Yeah. And you see just like this, these, it takes a bunch of different individuals that are all apes and monkeys. And like one's taking off his toupee, takes out his teeth, and they, runs through, they run through the house. I hated this scene. Another one, yeah. I what, hated it. What I really loved. Yeah, yeah, I really loved the, um, the, sexy? the ape foreplay. Yeah, the ape foreplay. <laughs> Do you want to hear ape foreplay? Oh, you got it? I got the clip of ape foreplay. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. But we'll talk over the beginning of it. So these apes are like in bed. And We've seen these apes from the dinner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, like this big fat orangutan and like his wife. Yeah. And so here we go. 
She comes down the stairs. And this is the longest scene in the slice of life. Yeah. And she's going fucking bananas. She's like jumping on the bed. <laughs> she's going crazy. And then the humans just ran through. Yeah. Um, killed the mood. Yeah, really killed the they mood. They weren't banging tonight. But it was just really weird. I also I like I also want to say that like Tim Burton probably just had a day brainstorming different things for apes to do. <laughs> yeah. Cuz like there's so much so much of this movie is dedicated to just apes doing things with their feet. It's like he like also, fun fact, Tim Burton doesn't like monkeys. He's scared <laughs> yes. of monkeys, which is like Dr. Doolittle. And Dr. Doolittle, we talked about Dr. Doolittle a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, very scared of animals, yet signed on to do a movie all about animals. <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton, scared of monkeys, signs up to do a movie fully about monkeys or apes. Like, yeah. like what? I mean, he's like Why? pitching it being like, guys, this is going to be terrifying. It features monkeys. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but, yeah, like, the but, original so, did so, too. Yeah, so yeah. what's going on? No, 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 guys, you don't understand. Monkeys. <laughs> Tim? Tim, <laughs> you, you doing you okay? Right? <laughs> Helena, explain. <laughs> it just it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, anyway, oh, but he must have had a day. He must have like found out a fun fact about monkeys because he was like, oh, they can do things with their feet. Because you see monkeys playing cards with their feet. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, uh, Helena's character, Helena's character, writing a letter with her. Oh, feet. Oh, right, that was a big gag. Which was so stupid because they made it look like she was writing it with her ha- hand. Yeah, and, and then, then it the panned out. <laughs> She's using her feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a monkey playing a sitar with his feet. He really liked this plot mechanic. I just didn't. I was like, did he spend like an afternoon with his right, like the with the writers being like, what could you do with your feet? So if what we, would you do with your feet? If we could use our feet, I would play the sitar. I would drive with my feet. But then also in the slice of life thing, this is the thing that really put me off of the movie. Oh, They're running through. There's a bunch of monkeys in leather jackets smoking out of a bong. Oh yeah, they're like bad boy. They're bad they're teenagers. They're like greaser monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smoking up out of a bomb. Grease monkeys. Grease. Oh, oh, a little pun. <laughs> now what? Maybe I'm back around. Well, well. I but like no, it it's now. so stupid. And they run through and they're like, oh no. I know, I know. I was like, stop, please, just also, chill out. With all the, the monkey ape noises shit. really bothered me. Hey, chill out with but the like, monkey you know business. You know it's good. <laughs> Fuck. That's it was. You guys, you guys are going bananas. I don't think we have enough monkey puns in this. In no, this you're episode right. Yet. You're right. You're right. Um, sorry, but you, what did you say? You, they. I forget. Oh, okay, then let's keep moving on. I forget what you I said. I was just something about grease monkeys, and then that was a really good observation. Yep. Yep. Anyway, okay, so basically they get out of the city, um, and um, they have General to, Thade is mad. General Thade is very mad. Um, because also we forgot to mention he has uh, used to have a relationship with the senator's daughter. Ari. Yeah, yeah. So they Helena have some Bonham history Carter. there. Helena Bonham Carter's character. Oh, but what you said, you said you hated all the monkey noises, which is true. They're everywhere. They're and they're so awful, annoying. and they're so high. They're so up in the mix, too. They're just like, boom, monkey noise, bam, bam. It's it's horrifying. Um, I have a I have a clip here, if I can play this for you. Just kidding. I'm going to do it anyway. This is So this is, we just talked about this scene. It's when, um, so actually, no, we haven't. So Limbo is selling General Thade a, a human child to give to his niece oh, yeah, as, a as a pet. Yeah. And they're doing these monkey noises. And you can also hear General Thade for the first time because he's doing a very interesting voice. Anyway. Intense voice. But you'll hear some of these monkey noises here that are just. Chop, chop. Uh, they're, uh, they're, <laughs> chop, chop. These monkey noises are just. You damn dirty human. <laughs> <laughs> These monkey noises are just insane. So here you go. I promised my niece a pen for her birthday. That's General Thade. <gasps> Excellent. Oh, that's Paul. Wonderful fashion. Oh, but be sure you get rid of it by puberty. The one thing you don't want in your house is a human teenager. <laughs> Fun for yeah. the whole family. Here we go. Yes. Anyone you'd like, sweetheart. <laughs> That one. <laughs> That's that made me laugh so hard because she's like, oh yeah. Jesus. Okay, I'll get that for you. Oh, I think that that noise is Paul. Yeah, that's Paul. I have a, I have a clip of him doing that too, but I really liked her because the, the there's this little baby monkey, this little baby monkey girl, which yeah. is the girl monkey's already scary. She's the one going, and she's like, that one. Yeah, and then and then it's just a dubbed over child voice that goes, "I want that one." <laughs> yeah, it's it's so like bad. you can't you can't have perfect human voices. You can't do human voices and these like monkey things. No, no, it just doesn't work. It's bad. It's, uh, really it's gross. Bad. Anyway, but I also do have that little clip of Paul. <laughs> okay, I'll get that. Okay. <laughs> but I think Paul did it the best there because he did like the monkey voice. Like he did the oh oh. 
as Can like, I hear it? Can I hear it again? Yeah, yeah. He does like the monkey uh, noises as a stutter. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'll get that. Okay. Yeah, he bleeds into it much better. I like that because that, that feels like a balance. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Much, so dude. what's the what's the next thing? Oh, the next thing is <laughs> Limbo. Um, <laughs> Limbo then tries to recapture the humans. So they, <laughs> as they're escaping, they see Paul yeah. Giamatti again. Okay. And he's like, "All right, you're coming with me, folks." Yeah. And he tries to t- like steal the bimbo back, but then they steal him back. Oh my God! What a twist! Around. Oh, and he tries to grab a spear with his foot. Oh my God! And then Bart oh, Wahlberg tries to shoot his foot off more foot things and yeah yeah yeah. so um they get back to their pod and And they take paul giamatti prisoner yes yeah and so mark Wahlberg basically finds that they have like um they have like he has a beacon right his like communicator yeah his weird looking communicator and so he's like his spaceships here they've come for him yeah they've come through the wormhole and they're coming for him yeah which is great so they're like we need to get to the beacon he can get out of here wonderful oh happy day yeah you're safe with me. I'm part of the U.S. Air Force. I want to talk about this woman briefly who's in this movie. Who's the, the, hot, the hot jungle girl. Yeah. I would like to. The hot jungle woman. I would like to call mm-hmm. her. She has the biggest lips. She's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But she is just like. She is this like. I feel. She feels very out of place in this movie. She's just there. She's the only human woman who's wearing such a sexy scandalous outfit. Yeah. It also feels like maybe this, I mean, this is 2001, so I guess this was more prominent, but it just feels very, like, we've gone away from just having, like, women wear sexy yeah. things in, like, science fiction movies, Yeah. and so it feels really weird to just have her, like, running around. Also, she doesn't talk very, she's basically just there There's no the substance. There's no substance No substance. Her. No. Very beautiful. The character has nothing behind the eyes. That's but, all I'm oh, saying. But I also think she might be one of the most, I thought she was the best actress in the movie. What? She has like two lines, and both of her about? lines didn't make me feel like they were out of place. I don't know. Like Mark Wahlberg has this weird like accent in this movie. All the apes are acting weird. Even Chris Christopherson, who's her father, he says some slang in the movie, and I'm like, "You're not on a planet." But her oh. two lines, at least, she didn't like. She wasn't anything special. Yeah. But at least I was like, okay. <laughs> I just thought like it literally is just a hot woman, mm, yeah. just to be a hot woman. She has the puffiest lips, though. They were very Her puffy. lips were huge. Yeah, they were nice. You know what else is huge? What? Personality. Her personality mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But I did want to just, like, comment on, like, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. No, me too. Uh, it's it, so it's, annoying. It's just, like, a cumbersome thing. Because then, obviously, at the end of the movie, they're going to kiss or set the climax or something. And it did happen. Yeah. And there's also there's a weird love triangle between him and Helena Bonham Carter's Maybe we can talk about character. that right now, too. Is yeah. that Helena Bonham Carter's character, who's an ape. She's got the hots for Marky Mark. Exactly. But at the same time... There's this human character who also, like, but none of them, like, make any effort to, like, be in a love triangle. Like, none of them no. are, like, talking about their feelings or anything. Mark's just like, I'm on a mission. And then both of these women just sometimes, like, have looking, a look. longing at him. Yeah. 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 And the other thing that's funny about this is that they, Ari, the princess, the monkey princess or whatever, was supposed to be. <laughs> the princess. That's what they called her on the Wikipedia page. But oh, the did senator, they actually? The senator's daughter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Was supposed to be the love interest in the movie. However, the studio said that was, uh, in quotes, weird and unnatural oh. for a, for an interspecies like romance to happen. For a movie about the diversity being the champion of the like yeah. the moral theme. So they like, said, so oh, they, oh, we ain't doing that shit. That's gross. So they shut it down. They said you cannot do it. Like it has to be like uh, platonic, like implicit. Like it can't be. It cannot be a romance. It can't be explicit. Like, so explicit, so explicit I would I guess, but it's still there, kind of. So I assume they put in this other female character. To, like, kind of balance it out and be like, see, yeah. he likes her. She's a human. Look at what's right. Do this. Yeah. yeah. Kiss a wom- a human woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a monkey. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Anyway, uh, very interesting trivia. What happens next? <laughs> anyway, Mark finds the big spaceship. Yeah. It's crashed. Yeah. He goes in. He finds out that they brought the apes down, and that's what caused the apes to start. Okay. So let's unpack this for a second. So he finds his... His spaceship that he originally left in his pod to go after his monkey. Yeah. Crashes on the planet. They get to this big uh, wreck. Yeah. And it's that spaceship, but like 500 years old. And destroyed. Destroyed. Rusted over, filled with sand. He goes inside, and there's some timey-wimey nonsense. And he like looks at the log. And so that ship was searching for him, crashed there. Then, like, 500 years passed, and out of the wormhole came Mark. Yeah. And then crashed. 
And then the plot, you know, shenanigans ensued because we got to the plot. Yeah. And then people realize, oh, we all got to be together and we're all equal. But at this point in the movie, I was like, oh, there's like some interesting lore to it. Because before this, General Thade goes to his daddy's. Oh, right, right. And his dad is like, is like, um, is like, we were once the slaves, the humans were actually in control of us. Yeah. And he like breaks open a vase and there's like a, a, a like a, a uh, gun, uh, like a semi-automatic gun in there or yeah. something. And, um, I, that, at that point I was like, oh shit, I'm in. I was like, I don't know where You're it's going. Here. I was like, I was like, that's like a good revelation. Damn them all to hell. Yeah, uh, the old man was played by Charlton, or the old ape was played by Charlton Heston, of course, from nice the original. Nod. It's a nice. It's nod. a nice nod. You know, hey, gotta gotta, gotta give a uh, thanks. There's to just our like old. two. I just there's too many fan service things in this movie. Oh though, yeah, too. damn dirty, damn human, dirty oh, humans. Ah fuck. oh, fucking shit. Ah fucking shit. Okay, Sam, what happens next? What happens next is then, then, then. So, Mark Wahlberg is now Jesus. He is the Messiah yes. for the humans. He is defying the apes, and his story is being heard across the land, and all the humans come to him at the spaceship site. And he's yeah. like, what the fuck? Tell them to go home. He's like, hey, 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 guys. What the, the, the army hey, what is the heck, coming guys? to kill us, wearing their hats, yeah. angry. They're going to make a bunch of monkey noises. Get out of here. Yeah. And they don't. The, the, the bimbo says, well, they've all come for you. So let's bring this home. The apes come. He he sets a trap with the with the spaceship, so he blows it up, and then all the apes like he like all the apes come in, and then he blows it up, and all the like, apes, yeah yeah. Dude, that explosion is crazy. That was great. Go on our Instagram. I'm gonna post a clip of the explosion yeah, okay. because it is just eight bodies everywhere. <laughs> like usually an explosion happens, and then people like fall back or whatever. This is like Tim Burton has all these bodies. It goes to a Flying wide shot, and the, the explosion air. is just full of bodies. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah. I I really liked it. I liked um, it too. But then they fight basically, and then um and then so and they win. They well, well wait, no, wait, no no wait, no wait, wait, no because don't. then there's more time nonsense that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then. The original monkey, Mark Wahlberg's monkey, comes out of space and lands in the middle, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" All the monkeys are so religious. They're like, "It's the second coming!" Oh my god! Yeah, it's not a monkey Mark, descending from the heavens. Mark Wahlberg isn't Jesus. This guy is Jesus, and he comes down because they also have a weird religion, monkey religion. Yeah, we don't even need to thing, get into but it. But they do oh have that. It's part of it. Yeah. And so basically, this monkey comes down. Mark Wahlberg's like, "Hey, it's my monkey," and he like goes and gets he just the, walks up. Yeah, he's like, "Hey," and, and the monkey the monkey gives a thumbs up, and he gives a thumbs up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, because that happens at the beginning of the and movie. He goes, yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. Anyway, so then this monkey happens. We're we're in the final this act. This monkey of a, happens. We're in the final act of an action movie. Uh, Mark Wahlberg fights General Fade. He traps him. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. The humans and the monkeys can live together. Wonderful. He gets in the spaceship, goes to Earth, and then the ending happens, which yeah. we already talked about. Yeah. They capture the bad guy, General whatever. General Fade and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, the last act of the movie. Oh, and then he kisses. As, he does. Oh, he kisses the monkey. That's what we need and to it talk is about. A disgusting kiss. It looks horrible. Yes. So first, and it's very he, like, awkward. So so um, Ari goes over to him, the 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 princess monkey. Yeah. And and she's like, oh, you shouldn't leave. Like whatever. We've been through a lot. What if I asked you to stay? Yeah. And he's like, sorry, babe. Got to go back to my planet. Yeah. And um and so then he kisses her on the mouth, her little snout. And they're like, they're like lips push up and shit. It's very weird. And then he immediately turns and then kind of walks over to the hot jungle woman. Yeah. And then they do a big kiss. Big kiss. Rede- redeeming kiss. And then, and because she says something, she says basically the same thing. She's like, oh, you should stay or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, does a big kiss to her. And then immediately, I don't think he says a word. I don't think he says a word either. He yeah. turns, he like speed walks to the spaceship where his monkey was, <laughs> hops in and takes the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like there is I'm no, out of here, folks. There is no pomp or circumstance to his exit. He just he's like, yeah, save the day. Hop in my spaceship. Go he back. He Paul Giamatti a bag. Paul then oh starts to sell aspirin. Aspirin to the kids. I have a clip of that. That he says, uh, <laughs> he because yeah, you kids uh, want to buy some aspirin. All right, kids. Who wants to buy some aspirin? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But then he takes off to Earth anyway. Um, and that's the movie basically. That's that's. Uh, the cookie crumbled. Um, I found this movie to be offensive. I thought <laughs> I I had a feeling partway through this movie where I thought storytelling from last week was like offensive to people with disabilities yep. and people who underwent like sexual trauma and was offensive to uh, immigrants. I thought that movie yep. was there was that movie made me feel very offended. And this movie partway through made me feel the exact same way. But about apes, I was like, <laughs> this is offensive to monkeys, but they have rights too. I just felt like 
I would never want a monkey to see this. It would hurt their feelings. Also, in the end scene, one last thing I wanted to mention, not okay. to steamroll you, but there's the the there's a real monkey. Mark Wahlberg's monkey is like a real earth monkey. Certainly a real monkey. It's oh, a, besides it's, the other monkeys. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah. he's like a real earth monkey. And General Thade throws him against a wall, and then there's this shot. And I, I, rea- oh, really I realized sad, actually. I realized this movie wasn't good because this was the first time I really felt emotion. Is the monkey, the real monkey, like is crawling back to his cage yeah. and he's like really hurt. Yeah. And I, I, my heart broke. I was like, this is so sad. I, I was like, don't kill this fucking monkey. I know. That's what I was thinking. Luckily, he's okay. But like, um, per- almost perfectly fine, it seemed. Yeah. But anyway, I wanted to say that at least I got a little emotional in the movie. And then Paul's in, in one Paul's shot. in one of the cages. Yeah. Nah, uh, silly guy. Silly guy. Um, yeah, well, it really was. Um, I'm glad we watched How to Grinch Stole Christmas. It was sick. It was awesome. <laughs> cool makeup. Uh, yeah, really cool makeup. Abraham Lincoln, great ending. Uh, and it makes no sense, and I didn't like it. It doesn't really make sense. But before we go, would very you like simple? Very is a simple movie. It didn't. Give I don't me hate much. it. I don't hate it. I think it, it it fits. Monkeys riding horses. Like, come on. Yeah, but they do it better. And I I like the original better. I like of the course. new ones better. There's no reason that this movie needs to be made. Like, not even a little bit. Not really. Like, at of course, all. we can talk about that with any sequel. Why did they make this movie? But, like, really, like, why did they make this movie? Truly. There is no point. Um, Let's talk about Paul very quickly. Let's rate Paul. Let's let's give our final thoughts on Paul. Um, He'd be great. I thought he was fantastic. He was great. Once again, he's in. This is another example, a prime example of a shitty movie. That's pretty off the walls, off the rails. Yeah. And he does a balls to the wall performance that really Paul stands is out. Commit and he's gonna do well. So I, I would give him I'm gonna give him nine limbos. Out of ten nine limbos. Nine limbos? Nine limbos. Nine limbos. I'm I'm game on that. I like that a lot. I like him a lot. Yeah, he did great. He has he has like consistently really funny lines. He has a little bit of heart because he, he very has, creepy. Yeah, he was I did have a little bit of heart. Truly? Sure. He might be the only like real character arc in this movie. Yeah. No, because true. like the print the eight princess likes humans continues li- is Stayed, right she likes humans. humans mark Wahlberg wants to go home he doesn't even stay at the end he isn't like i changed the world i want to stay he goes home yeah. gets fucked there's only it. two characters that changed the general's uh lackey michael duncan clark oh yes he changed yeah because he realized his religion was a sham yeah and then and then paul's character but paul's character didn't really even change still he's just like he's now not selling slaves he's selling things to Fast slaves. But at least he had like a character journey though. Yeah, he like did, he yeah. can he he realized something and then pivoted because he's a sleazy business guy. But he but yeah. he went on a journey like Michael Clark Duncan's character. Yeah, um, which is wild. There's only two characters that anyway. Probably another the, the main antagonist is still just like yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I'm just locked in a cage now. Yeah, I guess that's another reason why this movie was not very good. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I just realized that. So I think Paul actually is kind of one of the standout roles in this movie. He is. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear some trivia? Mm-hmm. And then we'll go into some clips. Wait, we, we'll... we didn't hear trivia yet? No, man. I have a <laughs> lot of, t- I, have, I have a good amount of trivia for you, okay? Okay. I'll breeze through it. Michael Clark Duncan, during the movie, sprained his, uh, he, he sprained his ankle during filming and was taken to the hospital in full gorilla makeup. <laughs> I love that so much. I would love I'm to dull, see pictures I'm of that. <laughs> some, like, PA, some production assistant has to take him to the hospital. <laughs> like, with his fucking leather yeah. hat on. <laughs> um, to stay in the film, Tim Roth uh, decided to uh, not take the role as Severus Snape in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, so which is just a bad move in his part. He would have been a good Snape. He would have been a good Snape. Uh, I'm like, I mean, so love, very happy, very love happy. Alan Rickman. Yeah, he is perfect. Yes, but Tim Roth would agree. But it's great. like that's something in retrospect where you're like, "Fuck me." Yeah. Wow. Um, and also he uh, trapped his nurse and herniated two vertebrae in his back while uh, being because he was constricted in his costume. Well, look at his walk. It's insane. He's like he's like he's walking like a like an ape. Yeah, he really is walking like a chimpanzee, and it's, he's going off. It's just crazy to me, and um, yeah, yeah, like why? Like he's committed. He's he has committed. All level of commitment. He was just as committed. Oh yeah, he was very. He was to the role. He gave a hundred and ten percent. So well, too much. So he hurt himself. But that and just like on a on a critique level, way too much. Why? Yeah, no, I don't get it. I want to finish now with some clips because we have a lot of clips from this. I've, 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 um, we haven't touched a couple clips. This sauce me some clips. I want to hear apes. Okay, here we go. Let's go explain evolution to the monkeys. Cool. (laughs) That's he's talking to the monkey. (laughs) That's why I don't always include your clips. I liked it. (laughs) You don't like you don't like that line. Yo, email us email jamadi at gmail.com. Let's go teach evolution. Good clip or bad clip. Let's go teach evolution to the monkeys. 
That's so stupid. Uh, get get that chimp. <laughs> This is Paul's very stoic goodbye to Mark Wahlberg. Farewell, spaceman. <laughs> oh, fuck. I did not catch that in, the, in watching it. Farewell, spaceman. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, I, I, I was just getting ready to make my move. <laughs> I love that line. That's his last line. Oh, no. I was just getting ready to make my move. I was just getting ready to make my move. Very good. Um, <sighs> here's one. Take it easy, little fella. <laughs> I'm not gonna you hurt took a, a, like almost all of Paul's lines. I thought he was so good. <laughs> he was good. Um, Never send a monkey to do a man's job. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of Mark Wahlberg's, Mark Wahlberg's like, one-liners are lines. ridiculous. So funny. Um, okay, I have another couple of things that might be fun. So this is uh, the scene where Thade goes apeshit. I really I like this one a lot. This is just some of the monkey chaos in the movie. He's jumping around, folks. He's jumping. He's running. He's running. Like, this is the most annoying part of the movie. It's like, I don't want to watch, like, two minutes of an ape, like, a man as an ape jumping around. No, I know. I know. Like, who the fuck? And he's losing his fucking mind in this clip. At one point, there's this one shot, the close up, yeah. where he shakes his head at the camera and he's making Oh, aliens. my God. <laughs> Fucking kill me. But I do like what happens here, though. Forgive me, my friend. I'm not angry with you. My father was taken from me. He was a great leader. Your family are direct descendants of C. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Nobody gives a who shit. Who gives a shit? Nobody gives a shit. Who gives a shit? Because it's random, too. It kind of comes out of nowhere. He's like, we need to go get the humans. And then he just loses his fucking mind. Okay. Before we go. Okay. Before we go. I want to get us. Okay. I want to get us on the road. Okay. All right. All right. Before okay. we go, as I said, he has an action figure, and not only did I find somebody reviewing the movie, I found somebody on YouTube reviewing the action figure. <laughs> oh my fuck! Okay, let's hear it. I want it to be the same guy. I know it's not. It's not. But Is that all the clips. That's all the clips. No. What? Did I miss something? You missed all my clips. No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you. I felt really bad. You made me feel bad. I know. Okay, here's somebody reviewing the action figure. Limbo. It's Limbo. Paul Giamatti's character from the Tim Burton Planet <laughs> of the Apes remake in 2001. Oh. Pretty nice action figure here. Pretty tall for an action figure. Pretty thick. A little past six inches. No, I don't know six what exactly. accessories Did you edit this? No. <laughs> oh, wow. There's two people. Two people are talking to the three he goes, it's a little, he's pretty thick for action figure, probably like two, maybe three, two centimeters, three centimeters. <laughs> God damn. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And then. What do they have to say? What else do they have to say about it, though? That's about it. It's like a 40 second video. They're, they're, just, just, they're just like the, on, a, the on a camera. They're just, yeah, they're saying how tall it is. They have a tape measure in it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Did it make you want to buy? Yes. And then the last thing is at the premiere here. Um, Paul is enamored by some of the people who were also at the premiere. Okay. I think well, he, he has I, some celebrity. Like, I think some, you'll like it. Some shock. Yeah, here we go. What do they call that? Uh, Starstruck. 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 Okay, here we go. Look at Sean Puffy Combs. No, he's come to see you. Puff Daddy, he's come to see me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wow, I'm going to be hanging with Puff Daddy. Are you feel lucky? I mean, there's Hanging with Puff Daddy? Shaq is here? Yeah. Shaq, small potatoes compared to Puff Daddy. <laughs> Holy Puff fuck. Daddy's the cool one. <laughs> oh, wow. Puff Daddy. Yeah, I wanted to end on that one for Sean you. Sean Gomez. Sean Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. And he sounds so Sean ball. Puff Daddy Combs. Oh, my God. Sean Puffy Combs. <laughs> He's so excited. Wow, I'm going to be hanging with Puff Daddy. I, know. <laughs> I love his accent. Why does he say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, wow. he's very nasally. He's obviously sick. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's I great. hope he gets better. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real treat. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm glad. I When I found that <laughs> one, I was really like, oh, good. shit, I need to send that to say. Okay. That's really good. So uh, that does it for Planet of the Apes. Um, that, yeah, that does it for Planet you of the Apes. You went deep, Dan, and I appreciate that. We're a little long this episode, but I think it's worth it. I think this episode, we had so much to say. We had so much information because our <laughs> podcast is fully academic and encyclopedic, encyclopedic. you know? And yes. so, like, we're getting into the information. We're getting into the and details. And you are delivering. 
You delivered today. I tried. I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. Well, I'm glad you're along for the ride. I'm glad you taught me all the things. You were just a fun boy. I was so excited to talk to you about this episode. It this good, this thing, I'm I been I've been double fisting a bubble tea and a coffee, so I'm a little hyped. Woo! Wired. Ha! Give me a monkey noise. Ook, 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 ook. <laughs> I hate your book. Ook, 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 ook. <laughs> Thank God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> we have to. S- <laughs> <laughs> Next week we're watching another classic Paul movie everybody. We're watching Big Fat, Fat Liar. It's what you've all been waiting for. Everybody talked about this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, he blew himself. I think I blew myself. <laughs> um anyway, we're watching Big Fat Liar next week. I'm going to play the trailer. We all know who Little, he plays. Marty everybody's Wolf. been waiting for this. Um come this back. the whole reason you've listened yeah, 20 episodes of this podcast to get to Big Fat Liar. Yeah. And then after that, everybody's waiting for 12 Years a Slave. Here we <laughs> go. Big Fat Liar. Hey Jason, you awake? Yeah, that's oh, been it for yeah. hours. Jace, did you eat your oatmeal? Yeah, thanks, Mom. It was delicious. Jason I've Shepherd never seen this likes movie. to stretch. Yeah, it's so exciting because you haven't seen the movie. I used to watch this as a kid. We had like the VHS or DVD or whatever. Yeah. I think we just hit a kid. Uh, uh, I'm on the phone. I, I will be rewatching it. You'll be watching it for the first time. Thanks for the ride, gentlemen. I'm sure we'll have a wonderful discussion. We'll keep them Oh, we will. Big Fat Liar is already being touted as next summer's must-see movie event. That guy stole my paper. How'd you come up with this idea? Some ideas just come to you. Yeah, from my backpack, you loser! We're going on the train. Now, two friends are on a mission. Hey, remember me? I wrote Big Fat Liar. This is Hollywood. We play by our own rules. To make one man's life a living nightmare. It's payback time. They're airborne. Got it. What's happening? We're gonna jump. Can I take a message? Mr. Wolf is about to go into a meeting. Amanda Bynes, Frankie Muniz, Paul Giamatti. Paul. Paul. Paul the ball. Charisma from Marcus Duncan's office. Do you think Paul is a nickname? Eight six seven North Maple Drive. Paulie. Paulie. Frankie Muniz, Amanda Bynes, and Paul There he is. There's our man. Marty, I like your new coloring. It works for you. You did this. Hiya. Ah, he's blue. <laughs> Big Fat Liar. We're moving into Phase 4. Back off, man! Phase 4? What is this, Marvel? Hello, Al. Well, they told me to pick up a little blue car. They didn't say anything about a little blue man. Hello, <laughs> Al. Uh, good stuff. Um, anyway, so that does it for this episode. I'm very excited to talk about Big Fat Liar Me next too. week. Um, so watch the movie. Come back to the podcast next week. Let's all have a little uh, reminiscence. Let's all walk through our childhoods. Yeah, so. walk back through our childhoods. If you want to email us, you can email us at emailjamadi at gmail.com. You can check out our Instagram. We'll be posting pictures and video clips from the Planet of the Apes and um, all the Paul Jamadi At Podcast. At Jamadi Podcast. Facebook is Jamadi Podcast. Twitter is at Jamadi Podcast. Follow us. LinkedIn, check us out. LinkedIn. At Jamadi Podcast. Um, Twitch. At Jamadi Podcast. <laughs> Soon enough. Soon enough, dear Soon Samuel. Soon enough. Um, anyway, but that does it for this episode. I had a real fun time. And Sam, I had a fun time. I like learning all the things. I like you being a little teacher boy. I'll try. I and- am what, are the, what Alexander the Great, and you are Aristotle. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, and uh, uh, you know, be bless be Jamadi. Praise, Praise be. be.